Fisting now with Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda, Bears and TCU Horn Frogs coming up this Saturday. Uh, we'll talk a lot about that. Let's go back to this past Saturday, and it was a, a tough game, but a really good start for you guys. You scored on your opening possession for the first time this year. Yeah, I appreciate that. I thought that um – you know, this was going to be a game that we could learn from all of the, the the ills and the misfortunes and the mistakes and the failures and the frustrations and all of it, kind of put it together and, um, you know, go out and achieve. And, um, you know, with the start of it, I thought that's that's what it was. It felt that way for sure. You know, I, remember I was talking to the defense and uh, we had, had them all huddled, huddled up over there. And then that was when we had the, the sack fumble. And just from there, you know, all of a sudden now we're down by this much and it just felt like we could never get our way out of it. And I thought, you know, defensively, they're – Despite the 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 losses and despite the the um, the points they've been given up, there were throughout these last couple games there were improvements. There were guys that were playing really good ball, and um, you know we took a step back in that era and that and those particular guys, and then just collectively as a unit, just took a step back, and uh, that's that's hard to say and. But, uh, you know, the, the, the video doesn't lie with any of it. And so that's, that's an area that uh, we must be better. And it's just uh, it's, it's hurtful to, uh, to revisit it. And I think offensively, I, you know, we've done a, a good job to the, to so far this year of not turning the ball over, of not, of not being careless with it, of not giving a team extra possessions. And we failed in a major way. And, you know, going into the game, you know, the turnover ratio was such a huge advantage for us. That was going to be – we wanted the opposite. We wanted to continue to um, to kind of dominate in that area versus them. And they totally turned that around. And so that's just way unfortunate. Um, you know, there's – as as always with these painful lessons, there's there's things that um, we have to take heed and improve, and our our attention is definitely to that. And so uh, we're looking to get back up and uh, and learn from it, and then fight again here coming up on Saturday. Not a couple of guys that really really shined on Saturday. Dominic Richardson uh, seems to be 100 percent healthy and ran really well. And Drake Dabney had a really big game. Yeah, Dom has been has been fighting to get healthy, and this is the first time that he's been healthy in a while. And uh, he gave us some juice when we needed it, and uh, broke some tackles and finished physical. And um, you know, I think you know, run game wise, is the best we've run the ball really all season long. And um, you know, I think if defensively we play it, um, you know play it better play it any any st- uh, stat way of looking at it in any way better then we've got a chance to slow the game down run the ball and uh, I think the game is a completely different game because uh, you know we had to get out of the thing that we could do in the game to get to get back into it you know and so the the score took the run game out um or the the points given up, and then I think with Drake, I think his you know his ability to run after catch has always been a thing, and it's good to see just the consistency with him. And so it's been a little thing here, a little inconsistency there, for him to kind of put it together. I think just to give him confidence going into these next couple of games. 
TCU this week, longtime rival. In fact, announced today uh, it's got a name for the rivalry now. It's the Blue Bonnet Battle. But it sort of speaks to, uh, you know, a longstanding rivalry. Does that help playing a team like that, you know, that it's, it's really deep-seated and, and we played these guys for a long time? No, I think it does. I know just in, in talking with um, our coaches here and then just talking with Mac and um, and uh, a couple of our, our our folks in administration here, just the the rivalry means something. And, and since I've been here, I could I've seen it up front, you know, um, and then I know with our players, you know, I've gotten a bunch of texts uh, from guys, you know, yesterday was their off day, Sunday was their off day. And so of just how important this game is to them and they remember it when they were kids and their dads and and so I'm sure it's the same with Sonny on his side Coach Dykes um, there at TCU and so I think it it, it definitely adds and um, I think it per your point at this part of the season I think it's something that we can use yeah and uh, the challenge, one of the challenges this week uh, is the tempo for TCU. That's, uh, that is going to be a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, they go really fast. And, you know, we've, we have uh, struggled to um, get, get uh, lined up and eye progressions and, and um, everyone on the same page um, versus that in the past. And so I think, you know, um, us kind of walking straight into that and we're going to address that today and uh, we'll have team periods where we'll have two huddles going at us and and um, you know we'll have 10 plays done in under two minutes you know and so uh, that type of speed and tempo with the hope is we get to the the game it's a it's a hopefully a little bit slower than that and so I think the ability to make it tough in practice and make it to where it's you know the the standards are high all 11 guys have got the call all 11 guys are lined up all 11 guys have their eyes on their key you know that when you're playing teams like that that is the most important part of whatever play you got you know the first you know the prior to the snap is of greater importance when you're playing a tempo team because the full reason why they're going about going about what they're doing is to break that up in the first place and so for us to kind of uh, address what's real and, and attack it you're starting today is going to give us the best chance you don't have the carrot of uh, becoming bowl eligible remaining for this year um, how tough is that and how have your guys responded to that so far yeah, it is tough. I think it's it's tough for just the families of everyone involved, the players' families, coaches' families. I know they all look forward to that, and it's a reward for um, you know productive, good season, and you know, um, and so that's that's hard. And there's hasn't been a bunch of years where it hasn't been that, and and um, you know where you haven't gone to a bowl, and so it's all of that's difficult to take. But I think on the other end of it, there's an opportunity to play in a really meaningful game. There's an opportunity to play your best game yet for four quarters. There's an opportunity from both sides of the ball to play complimentary football um, where one side backs up the other side and and supports. And, you know, I think there's a um, there's an opportunity to, to end the game uh, in a really strong fashion that will be illustrative of individually and collectively who we are. And so I think that's the 
that's the, the 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 push and the challenge. I think for us as coaches is to connect to that, and uh, we have to speak directly into this. I think what we're talking about right now is the main theme, and so a lot of times as coaches, our wise or our purposes aren't the players' purposes. I, and whether that's true whether you're winning or losing. Um, it's a little bit easier to nod the head when you're winning because the, the, the current is so strong. But I think to get into the, the players' whys and why, they, why it's important for them to go out and practice hard today and why is it important for them to sacrifice this week and why is it important for them to give great effort and win this game, we've got to f- – to find out what that is and then connect that to our team, our team uh, purpose. And uh, we have to be able to use that and, and it goes through them. And so I think, you know, we started the season with relationships. We're going to end it that way. And, you know, I think um, the, the closer we stay, the better chance we have of fighting together. Maybe you just answered that, but what would you like to see from your team from this program these last two games of the year? Yeah, that staying together, fighting. Um, I think you know, you know, anytime you're in adversity, it's you really get to see what it is and uh, kind of what's you know uh, behind the curtains, so to speak. And so I think uh, for us to be tested like this, and then for you know however many years, ten years later, five years later, twenty years later, to look back at just the the struggle of the season and the disappointment and the frustration, right? Um, to to say, hey, but we finished it out strong. We we closed it out. I think that would be that's something that I know is way meaningful for me. That would be my why. Uh, we got to find out what our kids are and connect it to that. And um, we you know we do that through relationship. And so we're uh, you know we like I say we started it with relationships at the beginning and we'll end it that way welcome to everyone really fun today when we say lunch with a legend we have a legend with us today let's bring him on up former Baylor standout member of Scott Drew's staff Damon Tweedy Carter This is amazing. This is amazing. All right. Where do we go from there, man? man that's <laughs> tough right there, J-Mo. I, I just want to thank y'all for coming out and uh, thank everybody uh, for all they do for this program because it, it really means a lot, and uh, I'm really grateful for it to be a part of it and to call y'all family. So thank y'all. You know, I had a thought. This is homecoming week at Baylor, which is it was just a special week at Baylor. Baylor does homecoming better than anybody, and it's perfect to have you here to help tell your homecoming story from having played here and come back now to be a member of Coach Drew's staff. So I think it's a perfect uh, tie-in with homecoming. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, my homecoming is a big moment. Um, I'm pretty sure for everybody in sports. Um, and then when you have those moments, um, you know, you really want to be grateful and thankful for it because. You know, when they come around, um, you get to meet some great people, you get to be a part of a a special day, and um, just to have this moment uh, means a lot to me and my family, I'm pretty sure, so thank y'all. Let me let you introduce your family that's here today. Yes, I'm gonna start with my friends over here, my family. Um, Riley, my niece. Can you stand up, Riley? (laughs) She like, don't make me stand up, huh? Yes. Hey, Riley. And my sister-in-law, stay standing, Riley, stay standing. My sister-in-law, Chanel. Been a, been a big part of my life. Nice. 
And this couple right here has been amazing. Uh, been knowing them for probably about eight, nine, ten years, maybe. Uh, the Andersons, uh, Nicole and Jason, can y'all stand up, please? Very nice. And this guy right here is is, is a brother of mine. Um, you know, uh, been around since I uh, came around Baylor and. Uh, been around since. See, he's showing me that shirt. Look at that shirt. This shirt from 2009, <laughs> 2010, right? And, uh, you know, he, he got the shoes, too. So, yeah. Coach Adidas. Drew, can you see the Adidas right yeah. here? Adidas this is what we used to play in right here. Now we Nike now, so. <laughs> and, Tweety uh, Carter specials yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. That, that, those got a lot of buckets in them shoes right there. And uh, my mother-in-law, Guadalupe Neal, can you please stand up? Love you so much. Welcome. And my mother, um, you know, she, I didn't think she was going to be able to make it. Um, they surprised me, um, really brought tears to my eyes because, you know, when I tell my story, a lot of people, you know, hear from me, but to have my mom and to give my story means a lot to me. So Gladys Lumar, I love you so much and thank you for everything. <laughs> and um, last, my beautiful wife, Brittany Ann, can you stand up? Um, She's amazing. Um, she she take care of the family, uh, real head of the household right there. Um, do anything for the family and make sure that I'm on my P's and Q's when it comes to working hard and staying consistent. So I thank you for that and I love you. So Great. here's my family right here. Fantastic. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Now, Brittany Ann, she did a good job of uh, surprising you with your mom getting here, yes. right? Yes, that was unbelievable. That's fun. That was, um, I don't know how she pulled it off because... <laughs> I'm usually uh, telling her to get the tickets or get, get my mom here. And she, you know, she told me she had a meeting. And I'm like, a meeting at 8, 9 o'clock at night? Where you at? <laughs> it got to a point I was about to start blowing her phone up and they walked through the door. So it was a special moment. I really thank her for that, uh, cool. for that moment, giving me that moment. That's really it cool. It a lot to me. This uh, has been a big week for you. Uh, I'm just uh, Maybe these are just the high points of your week. But Tuesday morning, you were there at the Mission Waco prayer breakfast yes. Tuesday afternoon the Waco Chamber tip-off luncheon <laughs> coach Ken Carter's pounding you on the chest for some reason <laughs> but you were front and center there then this luncheon today and oh by the way yesterday was Tweety's birthday yes. happy yes. birthday yes. to you Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. It's, it's been a big couple of days um, you know when you have these uh, these opportunities to uh, to speak uh, give your testimony you know, and to see the room like this, um, you know, it, 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 it's a humbling uh, feeling. And it means a lot to me and I cherish it because, um, you know, for me being from Louisiana and, you know, coming here in 2006 and to see the family, uh, that I have a family in Waco, um, man, it, 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 I'm big on family. So, you know, it brings tears to my eyes when I have these opportunities. So I just wanna make sure I always let you guys know how grateful I am for this room, how grateful I am for everything that y'all do in my family. And um, I can't forget about my brothers over here, the coaching staff. Um, man, it means a lot. Um, you know, just to grow with those guys and learn from them, um, you know, means so much to me. And I'm forever grateful for these opportunities to, to get better. And that's been my whole thing since I've been a kid, just to get better each and every day um, and try to be the best I could be.
Very well said. Welcome to uh, your basketball family. Coach Drew is here, Jason Smith, Jared Nunes, Luke Simons, Coach Bill Peterson, Charlie uh, Melton is here, David Kay and Caleb, welcome. And Miss Karen is here. Yes. Wouldn't be complete without Miss Karen. Yes, it wouldn't be. It so, wouldn't be. She's awesome. Yep. Welcome. Uh, welcome to you guys. Never miss the opportunity to say the coaching staff that won a national championship at <laughs> Baylor in 2021. <laughs> Don't ever miss that opportunity. <laughs> I want to try something. He always do it when he when he's speaking. Um, so I want to try something. Can we give two claps for the national championships? Two claps. Here we go. Oh, Man, that yeah. worked. <laughs> it worked, Coach Drew. It worked. Well done. Very good. So uh, the obvious question on some people's minds, maybe you've heard this story. But I said, Demond Tweedy Carter. They said, who? Demond, never heard that. Uh, just to make sure we, that everyone knows, where did the name Tweedy come from? Uh, my godmother. Um, my mom, you, you know, worked a lot. Um, was a great example for me, one of my heroes. Um, and, you know, she would, I would go with my godmother and I, get, I, was, I used to cry a lot. I'm gonna just, just throw that out there. I was very, very emotional, you know. <laughs> my mom, my mom screamed at me. I'm probably crying, you know. And I used to go with my godmother, and um, she had on the show, the the Tweety Bird show, and I would just follow that bird around and point at it. And Tweety stuck with me. It never, it never was Tweety Bird though. Yeah. It was always Tweety. So <laughs> I ain't had to defend myself for people calling me Tweety Bird. So what age was that? that? You were pretty little then. Man, yeah, I was young. Mama, you probably know it better than me. I was young when I had that. That's a, I thought that was my real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you Before go. one? Wow, okay. All right. Oh, okay. His mom said he was a crybaby. <laughs> yes, there you go right That's there, good. Dave. All right, so you've been Tweety almost your whole yeah, life, yeah. which is great, yeah. and it fits you so well. So, And, and when I first got hired on, um, I couldn't do something on the computer. Ty was trying to help me do something, and I had to call in, and I'm giving him my name. I'm like, Demon Carter. They was like, uh, you don't work here. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been working for about two weeks. I, I work here. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, try Tweety. He was like, Tweety Carter? You do work here. I'm like, yes, I know. I know. So there you go right there. Everybody know me as Tweety for that's sure. Good. Well, if that's your uh, Baylor email address, it's, <laughs> it's pretty deep in cement there. So growing up, uh, St. John's Parish, uh, Louisiana, what, yes. what, what, was, what do you remember most about growing up over there? Uh, it being rough. Um, you know, uh, we stayed in low-income areas majority of my life. And, um, you know, just to come up in, in those areas, you know, taught me a lot, uh, made me grow up, grow up fast. Um, like I said, my mom was working all the time, so she would make sure we have everything we need. But, you know, just to go outside, I always had to uh, protect myself, defend myself, and she would let that be known. So anytime I go outside and I wanted to go home and cry to her, she would probably whoop me and send me back outside. So. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather take that whooping from them than her. So, you know, I was always, it was, it was, it was rough. Um, you know, like I said, my mom worked all the time. My dad was in my life, but, um, you know, I was staying with my mom and just to see her, her work ethic and grind and not complain and see a smile. And she, uh, 
really God-fearing woman. So see her pray all the time. And any, any, it could be anything. I'm talking about food. She gonna say, ask God, God gonna break it here. You know, and so for me, just to have those moments and remember all of those things that she taught me, how to be respectful, um, never disrespect adults. Um, and you know, kept a smile on my face all the time because I knew if I did that, I had trouble at home. And you know, and she, like I said, she taught me how to protect myself and my brothers. Um, and so just, just to be able to have that and grow from those opportunities and be, be one of the ones to, to try to make it out uh, as much as I can. And, you know, she was always there. And just to have those moments meant a lot to me. So I just want to always thank her for that because she's strong. Very nice. Wish Coach Tim Bird would be here, but we'll send him the video. But Coach Bird was a, was a big uh, influence on you during your younger years, wasn't Yes, it? yes, yes. Uh, like I said, we stayed in the projects and uh, just to see Coach uh, come into projects all the time and pick me up and, and people would ask, who is that? You know, and I'm like, you, you, you better not mess with that. You see that purple van come here? You better not touch that van, you know? So, and uh, I've been around him since I've been six or seven years old. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think he came into my life because of sports. Uh, beef. I didn't even think I was going to play basketball. I was baseball, football all day. Um, and my mom would tell you, I played on so many traveling teams. It was teams, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm playing this weekend or where I'm going. I was just playing. Anybody call? My mom was like, yep, you go and play. So, you know, for me to, to have Coach Bird in my life and uh, learn, a, learn a different level of structure, different, different level of discipline and commitment, um, you know, I, I thank him for that too. He's another one of my uh, mentors and heroes. And, you know, I, I know I use that word hero a lot because you have different stages in life. And um, sometimes those, those people come into your life at, a, at the right time. And, and when, they, when they do, you, you definitely want to be grateful for it because it taught me how to grow up a little earlier than I, I expected. Um, you know, and I, I matured fast. So, you know, credit to them for, for allowing me to, to make mistakes and, and not judge me on those mistakes. You were inducted into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame last year, and you were gone with basketball tournament in Las Vegas. So you had Coach Bird accept uh, on your behalf. That says a lot, right there. Oh, that was a that was a big moment. Yes, that's that means a lot to me um, for him to come out and, um, you know, his wife Tracy Bird is battling. Uh, her mom is battling cancer right now, um, which it, it it breaks me down because uh, a lot of people. Don't during the course of me being here, being in Waco, you lose a lot of loved ones. I just lost my uncle uh, two days ago. I don't speak much about it um, because I know I got to keep going and, and uh, stay strong for my family. Um, but, you know, just to not be able to make funerals, um, you know, uh, when, when you have those uh, debts and families, it breaks me down a lot. Uh, many nights crying to my wife, uh, you know, just crying to myself. But I know I got to keep fighting through, through all of these things and, you know, um, it's, it's hard because I'm a family guy and I came up in Louisiana and now, you know, Waco is, is home and I don't get to go back as much as I, I want to, um, but I know I don't need to as much to, at the same time. So, you know, all of these things that you go through in life, man, you, 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 you want to be thankful for it and appreciate it uh, by it because it builds you, especially when you look at it uh, in a positive light. It builds you up. Yeah. Very sorry for your loss, yes. your uncle. Appreciate that. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. 48 to the 
two, first and goal from the two for the Bears. Shapen to run it. He'll run it in. Blake Shapen covers the final two yards for the Baylor touchdown. Pendergrass, the block ahead of Shapen, and the Bears are in the end zone. It's 21-16 as the Bears cut into that TCU lead. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. Back with us on a Monday. Again, leaving things in the audio vault. Part of that. Listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas. Independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Coach Aranda, final regular Monday meeting with the media for the year. Earlier today, here is the Bears head football coach. It's good to see you guys. Um, excited for this week. Um, you know, the film again was a lot of learning in that in that film, and a lot of improvements that need to be made. And I know staff and talking with them, fully committed, and and um, you know everyone's sitting upright. A lot of eye contact, a lot of focus and determination. So that part's really good to see. I know the team had some workouts this morning, and we're excited to get with them uh, here this afternoon to kind of start the week. Um, I'm very impressed with West Virginia and uh, so much respect for Coach Brown and and the times that we're together, whether it's a Big 12 this or that or a coaches convention this or that, um, to be with him is is um, is something I always I look forward to. Um, I just have a lot of respect for him and just his um, you know his message and the way he gets it across. I think is is um, something I aspire to. You can see the team on both sides of the uh, the ball for them. Uh, real strong identities in the run, uh, on offense, running the ball, and defense. Uh, three, four structures, single high. You know what you're going to get. The problem is you got to deal with it. And so um, kudos to them. Be a challenge for us. I know our seniors, um, so much respect and appreciation for and, um, you know, to continue to fight even when it's you know, the results aren't coming, and even even when um, you know um, the adversity piles on and gets heavier and heavier to carry, to continue to um, kind of be that guy day in day out, on and off the field, which this group has done, it's very hard to do. You know, you'd wish for all the fun things. Uh, your senior year, not for this one, and so for them to kind of go through it the way they have. Um, very appreciative for and so uh, want to send them out with a win with that take any questions you guys got Dave after Saturday the off season is here Uh, I know you guys have a game to focus on but as you guys think about transitioning to the off season like what are the biggest priorities you know as you kind of navigate what's next for this program appreciate that um Let's see. So one would be 
be more aggressive, and this would be a, a, um, a me thing before anything else, but being more aggressive just with NIL. And, um, you know, I think the way it stands right now, just with our record and with the amount of freshmen that are playing on our team and um, for the, for, you know, depending, there's various ranges in there from, you know, some, um, some play to a lot of play to – you know some really impressive play by freshmen. Uh, we are kind of the the perfect uh, perfect uh, example of a team to be poached. You know, and so all of that's in play right now and is happening right now and is a, a is is something that I'm spending a lot of time on. And so you know whether that's nil for the guys that are on our team and getting that to where that um, is uh, way competitive, and then you know for guys that are coming in and um, that are going to be on our team and and all that, I think I think it's a um, it's something that um, is a major focus. And then you know this, the development piece. I think there's you could argue that college football is no longer. There's no such thing as development, that it's plug and play, you know. And, you know our season could be looked at as a, an example of that. And so, you know, there, there were a bunch of guys that have played, and so we, we want to be able to keep them all here, and then we want to be able to develop them in the off season. we got guys that need to gain weight. We've got guys that, um, that need to hone on this skill or that. Um, and then we've got a fair amount of people, seniors that are leaving, so we've got some, some spots to fill. And so the recruiting piece is going to be a major one and to be as aggressive as we can in that area. Dave, uh, Drake Dabney set the single-season record for a tight end, single-season receiving yards. Just talk about what he's done in the year that he's had. Appreciate that. Yeah, you know, Drake has been, has always been a consistent, um, been a consistent player, and um, you know, prior to this year, um, was always kind of the, the number two guy, and that would consist of, um, you know, here's the blocks you do well. This puts you in positions to make those blocks, with an occasional. Um, naked pass or bootleg or something uh, and so his transition from that to this has been now you are the guy and uh, you're, you're, you're going to have the blocks that you normally do well but you're going to have these other blocks too because you're in position with these given formations where now we're throwing it to you and this is the best alignment for that and I think that's been a journey for him and um you know, I think there's some. The season started off strong. I think there was some struggle, like um, for all of us, we've been through. Um, I think Drake is playing the best football that he's ever played these last couple games, and you know, it's tough. I, I appreciate you asking about him because it's so hard to see under just the cloud of just everything else. And uh, whether it's you know this this last game that we played was probably his best game he's ever played at Baylor, whether it was blocking and catching and all of it, effort. And so um, it's really cool to see uh, him just mature and to grow into the guy that he is and then the player that he is. And so we're looking to kind of get uh, three in a row for him of really, really, really strong performances. You mentioned the, the NIL thing. Mm -hmm. How often do you and Mac talk about that and, and, and how to build that up? A lot, yeah. I think the I think the main probably one of the main 
problems with all that is just has probably been me you know i think the um um you know one of the things that's always that's always been a struggle is and i think you know for here it's the way to balance it is the um the labeling and the judgment that comes when um you know you're in a transactional thing when um you know if you're labeled this i treat you like that if you're labeled this i treat you a different way so much of college football is that and I've tried very hard not to be that and have really very much wanted to be that way and to win and uh, you know this this year's been a struggle to do that and so um when you get into the nil space and you need to uh, more so than what we've been then you open the door to that of just whether it's staff or just anyone in general saying hey this is a so-and-so percentage guy or uh, allocation guy this is a another allocation guy or you know this is that amount this is that amount and I think in all of that you don't want to treat them that way you know you want to be able to treat them um, um, at, a, at a much higher uh, much higher level than any form of payment or money or anything like that and I just don't think that happens to be honest I think it's all accepted that this is a business and you go and so to be in it but not be of it is the is going to be the challenge and for me personally I look at that as just growth and and um and for the the staff and all of it and so I think um yeah we talk about it quite a bit and so I'm excited about kind of what we're pushing towards I think it's very important you know now you know the what we're doing is important but how we do it is probably more important Coach, what would a win this week mean to you and to this team? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think that for the team, it would be a relief. Uh, for the team, it would be um, this is what that feels like. Uh, for the team, it would be um, validation for working hard. For the team, it would be a way to send the seniors out winners. Uh, for the team, it would be that, um, um, you know, I am a good player. I am on a good team. Right? We can rise up and play our best when it matters. I think, you know, so much what I think what is always true is that how you see is what you see. And I think whether you're winning or you're losing, that that doubles down, you know. And so you fight uh, just when anything negative happens, you fight the attachment to all the negative things in the past. And so we're fighting that fight right now. And so to get a win would be a victory over that. And um, you can, you know, you, you cleanse the windshield, so to speak, and you can see clearly what's always been there has been a winner. And uh, we need to get to see that and get back to that. Dave, do you have a status on Blake and uh, his injury at all? So Blake is a head injury, and so it's not looking great right now. We don't have a final say on it right now. So we're still hoping, um, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. Dave, uh I don't know if there were changes, maybe. This might have been your best game run defense, save maybe a couple of runs. Mm -hmm. This is a really good run mm -hmm. team you're facing. Mm -hmm. How can you build on what you did this last week? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I thought the interior people for us, um, Cooper Lance, I thought really played hard. 
and then I thought that uh, T.J. Franklin again played hard. T.J. was very emotional and very demonstrative on the sidelines and very much appreciate that. T.J. is another one. Just the growth in him, man, is just so cool. From where we've been to where we are now, it's uh, a lot of credit to T.J. Um, then I thought Gabe Hall had some w way strong effort plays and um, some knockback plays. You know, I thought that um, we've had some injury at linebacker, so we're down some. And so the the amount of guys that were playing, I thought the front really kind of took the brunt of all of it and allowed them to kind of fit and fall into fits and all of it. I think the, the, the inexperienced linebacker was exploited on the other end of it in the throw game. And so anticipating a lot of those same things um, here on Saturday. But, you know, West Virginia is a big counter team, so it's counter any type of, any different type of way uh, with the guard or with the tackle. Uh, um, you know, so GT, guard tackle, or GY, guard and tight end. And then they've got backs that really do a great job being patient and cutting it back and, you know, uh, hitting the A-gaps or bouncing outside. They'll crack your uh, nickel or your star defender. And they'll work outside of it, and so our our structure and our um, you know perimeter, because we got hit on one of these uh, on one of the runs that did get loose was a crack replace, which I think we've talked about some of that in here too. So we're going to have to be really strong on the outside to force and funnel everything into the inside. I think is our best shot, just with the veteran guys that we have in there, whether it's Matt Jones or Coop or TJ or um, Gabe. We've got guys that. I've been playing for a while. They really want to win and are tired of all this and and are willing to kind of lay it on the line. And so we've got to funnel it back to them, put it in their hands. But a lot of respect for West Virginia and their run game. They do a great job with it. It will be a test. Dave, out of your seniors, who mm -hmm. among those might get an NFL shot? Mm -hmm. No, appreciate that. I think uh, Gabe would be one. You know, I think he um, – He's got some invitations to things already, and so I think his um, his play has um, been close to Drake. And these last couple games have been his best games. I think you know Gabe has always been one where all the talent is there, and it's just the the mindset and you know the um, hey this this one thing that happened here is a failure. But you're not a failure. You're only a failure if you believe that this thing is who you are and you carry it with you. And I think that, you know, that's been such a challenge uh, for him. And I think the growth from that, I mean, to, to really be in the weeds with all of it is one of the um, is one of the cool things about all of this is that um, uh, you can be a part of, of something special of a guy really kind of seeing who he really is. We talked about kind of cleansing the the windshields and um, he's playing his best football right now and so I think he would be one for sure I think we've got a couple of others that uh, have a potential for a shot but I think he would be the clear one how much momentum does this game uh, kind of carry into the offseason and, and I guess how does how much more important does that make getting a good result this week appreciate that. I think it's important. I think it's important, number one, to play well. And um, it would, you know, to double that off, it would be to get the victory. But to play well when it matters most. I think, you know, in these last 
in this last game in particular, and I can go to the Houston game and even the uh, Iowa State game, there's been moments in the game, critical moments, where it matters and we come up short. You know, it could be a conversion down on offense. It could be, hey, we got to stop it and get the ball back to the offense on defense, and we don't. Um, I think these were very apparent in this last game, you know. And so I think of all the things, I want to be able to see that, is that when it matters most, we are executing. And, you know, when I look at the film, it's not a matter of effort or any of it. And um, we look at the last game of the year and the execution piece, and it's just the the the, the weight of just all the other things. And so it's to, um, you know, when there is a losing streak, you tie – the moment you it's hard to focus the task at hand because you're always carrying the things that have happened in the past and so to to, to detach from that and to get totally focused in the moment um is a challenge for us and i think um you know we've been able to start games good is when we get adversity how we respond and so for us to respond the right way would be a way cool thing because we've been fighting that fight how much confidence do you have in Sawyer, particularly since he had some game action earlier in the year? A lot, yeah. He's really um, excited. I think there's all types of really high levels of excitement with Sawyer, and he's very high, you know. And then in talking to some of the guys just in the, um, the you know, in the office over there, um, guys up in the office walk around, players, and they're excited about the opportunity for him too. They're excited for him. They're excited for them, for them and for that side of it. And so... You know, he has that ability to inspire and that ability to kind of bring along. And so I think they'll be good that'll come out of it. Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. The Bears uh, preparing for their final game of the season. They'll tee it up at 6 o'clock on Saturday against West Virginia at McLean Stadium. Senior day uh, recognition prior to the game and uh, another opportunity for Coach Aranda and the Bears to uh, end the season on a good note and leave with a good taste in their mouths. Take a break. Back and wrap things up. Coming up in just a moment, John Morris Show brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Kaleo Wealth Wealth Management's clients appreciate the fact that their Kaleo representative works just as hard as they do to meet their financial family's financial objectives. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. with this final segment john morris show on a monday we do appreciate you being with us we'll be uh, lord willing tomorrow in the 2 p.m hour we'll be live with you from uh brooklyn uh, the marriott in brooklyn headed there with baylor basketball to play in the preseason nit games wednesday and friday for scott drew and the bears coming up this week hey uh make note of this the uh, toys for tots promotion is underway uh richard carr buick gmc cadillac great location there to drop off toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. Uh, You can go by there now through December 7th, and that kicked off today. So now through December 7th, listeners of this station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then uh, come collect those and distribute those toys to 
children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, here's a great promotion thanks to uh, Richard Carr and Richard Goff and everyone there. If you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. So keep that in mind. Factor that in now through December 7th. The Toys for Tots campaign and Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac is a great location to... uh, to drop those toys off. Where are they? 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. And I think with that construction, you can still get in there. Uh, yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I drive by it coming into work every day um, along Loop 340. So thanks to Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, and their participation with Toys for Tots and the U.S. Marines. And thank you in advance for your participation as well. So um, I th- start thinking holidays as we're at Thanksgiving week. A lot of people uh, start seeing more and more lights up on houses. Uh, a lot of people maybe will do that this week. Uh, some kind of the, the benchmark is after Thanksgiving or the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's when you put up your Christmas. Well, that's normally what we do in our house, uh, Terry and I. But uh, given the fact that I'm leaving town today and won't be back until Friday late, then a football game on Saturday, and then a women's basketball game next Sunday. Given that fact, um, we got our Christmas stuff out and uh, put up a lot of it over the weekend, over this weekend. And um, uh, on Friday, got a lot of the stuff out of our upper uh, attic storage, put up uh, two trees, one upstairs and one downstairs. Thank the Lord, both of them lit. So <laughs> those, are, those are lit and ready to go. And then uh, the next hurdle, the big hurdle was uh, putting the lights up on uh, outside the house. And there's not, we don't have a lot out there, but we kind of have the lights on the, uh, you know, rimming the roof line, uh, which is what we like to do. So we had everybody in our family over yesterday for Thanksgiving. Again, since I'll be gone and Ty, Ty will be gone uh, with basketball this week, so we had everybody over for Thanksgiving. And Terry's great idea was, it was a great idea in theory, was when everybody's over there, get some of the guys to help put those lights up outside. Well, it didn't quite work that way. Because everybody's visiting, everybody's having fun, you know, we're playing with the kids, you know, the grandkids, and it's really, it would have would have been a real downer to stop and, and put up Christmas lights, to be honest. No, not a downer. That's not fair. It would have been, uh, it would have interrupted the flow, let me say that, of uh, what was going on. But I knew I had to do that since I was leaving town today, and so I just sort of excused myself from everybody and... Went outside, went outside and started uh, putting up the Christmas lights. And the other guys came and helped, and I appreciate that very much. And uh, we got the lights up on our house. So if you go by our house on Ranchgate Trail in McGregor, right there behind uh, uh, Harris Creek Church, uh, w- the lights are up on our house and hopefully on this week. Hopefully Terry will turn those on each night. But uh, uh, pretty good project. Uh, I, it took me till after dark to be honest to get finished with that i finished about i think i finished about nine o'clock last night but uh it's it's pretty satisfying also to know that that is done 
the way Terry likes it, and then the timing that she likes it also. So glad we got this done over the weekend. All right, very good. So whatever your schedule might be for uh, Christmas decorations and uh, putting lights up, um, everybody has their own schedule. I understand that. All right, let's mention some birthdays before we get out of here. Reminder, the Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Stay tuned for that, 3 to 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, while I'm thinking about it, we do have a Baylor Coaches Show this week. It'll be our final show for the semester. We'll pick up again in January. But uh, we've got a show this week. It's Wednesday night, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's. Derek Smith will host again as I'll be gone. uh, And uh, and it will be on Fox Sports Central Texas, 93.9 FM. Because we'll have basketball on the air here on Wednesday at the same time. But Derek will host, and it will be uh, Mitch Thompson, Baylor baseball coach, and Coach Aranda, Dave Aranda, uh, on Wednesday. So come uh, join us or tune in on Fox Sports Central Texas or the uh, KCEN TV live stream on Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m., for our final Baylor coaches show of the semester with Mitch Thompson and Dave Aranda with Derek Smith hosting on Wednesday. Wednesday. All right, now to birthdays. Uh, today is Chris Radcliffe's birthday. Speaking of KCEN TV, Chris, uh, nighttime anchor for KCEN. I don't know why I got a kind of a notification yesterday. Hey, it's Chris Radcliffe's birthday. So I shot him a text and said, happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. And then on second look, uh, I was a day ahead. It's today. So I followed up and I did the same thing to Kyle Bruner. It's Kyle's birthday today, but on that same notification had him and, um, sent them both texts and said, Hey, I just want to be the first to tell you happy birthday. I know your birthday is on Monday. So Chris Radcliffe at KCEN, former sports guy, former morning anchor, turned evening news anchor. Happy birthday to Chris. It's great to have Chris with Lori and I on the uh, Baylor Homecoming Parade broadcast this year. Uh, it is, uh, it is Kyle Bruner's birthday today. Happy birthday to, uh, Kyle, son of Greg and Linda Bruner. Kyle's up in Little Rock, Arkansas. Happy birthday to him. It is Britt Knighton's birthday today. Oh, how about this? It's Jim Cutler's birthday today. Jim is, uh, one of the top voice guys in the country, uh, not anymore, but he used to be the voice guy for ESPN Radio. And if you would hear some of that, you would definitely say, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot. So happy birthday to Jim Cutler. He's up in New York. Mm, Ricardo LeConte's birthday. Ricardo, uh, television anchor here in Waco for a while. Where is he now? Maybe in New Orleans now. Happy birthday to Ricardo LeConte. And I think that's it for today. If I can go back to yesterday, a couple from yesterday. Ashley Futris, her birthday was yesterday. Never too late to say happy birthday to her. Brad Vardaman's birthday today, uh, yesterday, Sunday the 19th. Sorry for the loss of uh, Brad's uh, dad, Don Vardaman, passed away recently. Happy birthday to Brad Vardaman. And who else did we have? Jared Monk's birthday was yesterday, former Baylor tight end. Um... 
Charlie White uh, used to work at KWTX TV, and Tom Garnier retired from uh, Fox Sports Southwest, now Bally Sports Southwest. Happy birthday to Tom and Ron Nelson's birthday uh, yesterday. Uh, go back to Saturday. Ron Nelson's birthday retired from First National Bank of Central Texas. We were telling you about uh, Richard Carr and Toys for Tots. It was Richard Carr's birthday on Saturday as well. So there's a few birthdays going back over the weekend and uh, the ones today. And that'll wrap things up for us on tape in the two o'clock hour. Thank you to Aaron making things work in the studio. Hey, we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley show is coming up next. Again, we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow, Lord willing, from Brooklyn with Baylor men's basketball there for the preseason NIT tip-off beginning on Wednesday. Have a great day. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. Aaron, let's see. They would actually lose two, so it would be 14, right? If they added to the 10, and once they lose, uh, well, they're going to have 14 teams this year.